Welcome back, one girl, to Frying Can, Frying Can Podcast. <laughs> Bobby, do the jig you always do. Oh, there it is. Welcome back to the podcast. It's me, Dan and Bob. Dan. I'm the one entity, two names. It's like those weird people that have two first names, and you're like, you can't trust them. Dude. John Albertson? More like serial killer number three on my list. Dude, I'm telling you, if you're... Okay, there's certain certain first names that you can have that make having a second first name as your last name okay. But, like, Col- like say if your first name's Colin, if you have, like, if your name's, like, Colin Mike, you might as well just be a serial killer. Yeah, I don't know. And I love the idiots that's trying to describe... Or, uh, not describe, sorry hide their last name being a first name with like albertson or johnson it's like we know what you're trying yeah it's, you're not slick we get it i i, I have to agree with that I, I mean when people have two first names though i feel like that's a like a setup for like a sports career that's true yeah you could definitely make it big in baseball yeah if you have like a john adams oh mike, mike adams mm. you're definitely you're definitely like you're batting six. You're playing second base. You're okay. You're you're not the best, but you'll probably make an all-star game at least once in your career. If your name's Tyler David, you play shortstop. Tyler David, definitely shortstop. Definitely um, shortstop. Like a like a Brandon uh, Johnson. That's a pitcher. Yeah. Well, there's Randy Johnson. He was very good. Well, I mean, if you add the son, that kind of makes it a last name, though. No, but it's like you're just trying to hide it because you're embarrassed. You're trying to get... Okay, no, how about this? I'm I'm guessing Randy Johnson's initial name was Rand, Randall John, but um, after murdering and hiding the bodies incredibly well, he was like, I want to start a new life. What should I go with? Well, and then he did Randy Johnson. Do you actually know why um, we some of our last names are popular, uh, I guess, Caucasian or European last names have son afterwards? Because it's the son of. Yeah, exactly. Which I, I, it took me so long to put two and two together on that. Like that, literally, the last name Richardson, for instance, at one point was literally just because a guy named Richard had a kid, and I don't know, his name was Billy Bob, and they'd be like, he'd, be, he's Billy Bob Richardson, you know, son of Richard, or <laughs> Billy Bob Richardson, well, and that became Billy Bob Richardson. Well, I mean, what about like people with the last name like Dickinson? Dick, well, okay. In? Dick Inson is like in that could have just been like an actual last name, you know. Maybe, I guess you're onto something. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, while we're on the topic of sports, did you catch the Super Bowl at all? You're not a big football boy. <laughs> so you know, I, as you know, am not a very big sports person. Mm-hmm. However, I usually do watch the Super Bowl mm-hmm. because there's at least a team that I know playing. Yeah. However. This one was, what, the Chiefs and the 49ers? Yeah. All right, the only thing I know about the 49ers is that I didn't want them to win strictly because there was so many people on my timeline that wanted them to win. And they were so obnoxious about it. They were like, this our year, baby. We've been lying in wait. They didn't see us coming. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, what does this even mean? Like, why, why do you keep saying we so aggressively here? I mean, that's all like sports fans. Which I understand. It's just like they're posting pictures of them decked out in like a freaking San Francisco freaking uh, puffball hat, a freaking uh, a uh, 49ers jersey, you know, like official 49ers sweat. Like I'm telling you, yes. every person that supported the 49ers on my timeline posted some form of 49ers merch as well. well they got to pop off, I guess. But, uh, but not for the Chiefs. Well, some, some did. Uh, spoiler alert, Chiefs won. Chiefs did win. I did hear that. Um... Let's see. Did I did I hear? I heard it was actually a really good game, though. It was a good game. I enjoyed majority. It was weird because it's like the first half went by so fast, and the second half felt like it took an eternity. Mm, that's but football, that's, right? Yeah, that's how it always goes. I saw a post on that. It's actually funny that uh, <laughs> football is one of those games that where no matter the time on the clock, you can always say there's still a whole lot of game left. Yep, entirely. And honestly, after you know the few times I've watched football, that is damn well the case too. It's a football guy thing to do to say there's a whole lot of game left. But, yeah. Uh, people that don't care about football were happy about a halftime show because it was Shakira and J Lo. Shakira both and good. J Lo. So I heard it was pretty sexualized. It was good. Yeah. And I've seen some clips. There was a lot of booty. There was some some revealing clothing. There was some uh, there was some tongue movements. Some lip biting. Um, 
and you know the out the quote outrage about it was very funny because literally i read one article about it and it was like a it was like a like a mom news site you know what i mean like yeah. the i don't want to call it just buzzfeed but kind of like you know the buzzfeed yahoo news type of sites yeah and it was literally like someone slamming these two uh shakira and um jennifer lopez, jennifer lopez. J-Lo, J-Lo slamming their performance for being overly sexualized, saying, like, gosh, uh, you know, the Super Bowl used to be family-friendly. And then someone just responded with a picture of Adam Adam, uh, Levine Levine shirtless from last year's. Oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, family-friendly, definitely. You can see his boobies. Yeah, so, like, that's kind of what I, like, enjoyed, that there, there was a lot of, like, articles about this quote outrage but then in reality people are like uh no <laughs> they, they the halftime shows have not been tame yeah have not always been tame and it's like as if shakira and jayla have been doing that majority of their careers yeah like they pop off for it like yeah. that's why shakira's hips don't lie hell yeah i mean i guess it's more like people were going out of their way to create an issue when there didn't need to be yeah but it was like the best halftime show in a long time mm. this is actually like genuinely entertaining yeah but uh game was good uh my favorite thing out of all of it though was uh trump tweeted out that the state of kansas was very proud of kansas city <laughs> which i mean you know common mistake to think kansas city is in kansas but it's in missouri when you're the president it's not yeah okay not well okay you can make he kind of he he oversees this domain that we call the United States. So I feel like yeah, geography That's is true. probably something he also, should know. I don't know if you saw this. This isn't like anything we have on our outline or anything. Mm-hmm. But um, you, you know Death Note, like you know Death Note, Death Note, like the the, the, you know, the manga, animation, anima, anima, the anima. <laughs> yeah, the, no, but the... I guess they made a manga or like they have made like a separate storyline for the manga Mm -hmm. and it had trump in it and it was like trump will pay he was like i'll pay uh, billions of dollars for the death note and then what was it shinigami is that the the little demon yeah the the shikigami yeah i don't know It, it basically translates to like death yeah but he's like if you buy the book, you die. If you sell the book, you die. And then it's like, oh, I don't want the book. <laughs> and like that was the only panels I saw. But I guess it's like it's a whole thing. That's actually kind of funny. You know, tr- <laughs> I, I'd pay for a Trump manga. <laughs> I could be okay with it. I love when people make like uh, anime intros, or they well they animate like anime intros for certain shows and shit. I'm actually I do I we talked about this briefly yesterday. I think artists are so cool because they have the ability to literally create anything from their minds and like you see things like God, who made that? And then you realize the restraint that every artist is <laughs> is, is 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 exercising strictly by not making certain things, right? Yeah. I mean you got you know you got to respect it. You got to respect them out there. Yeah, true. It's a tough life being an artist. Is it? I think so. Well, I mean, it's definitely like a gamble. It's one of those jobs like being an author or a musician or a drug dealer or a drug dealer. A drug dealer where you are more or less taking a chance every time you put out something. So, yeah. yeah, I would agree, I guess, yeah. Makes sense. But other than that, how are you? How am I? I'm doing all right. You know, school is now, I think I've started my third week, or is this my second week? It's my third or second weekend, and I don't know about anyone else. I don't know if our listeners are actually college students or not, or if you're a col- you're not a college student, but did you ever get this feeling in high school where, um, like, for the first, like, month or so of the semester, you really don't feel like you're even in the class? I felt like that my whole senior year. <laughs> All right. Well, with that in mind, I'm still at a point where, like, I'm sitting in the back of the classroom in my math class, and my brain is literally 30 minutes on a thought train that I've completely tuned out a lecture for. And then I snap back. I'm like, oh, wait, should I? Like, I usually you would think, oh, I would think, oh, damn, I tuned out. What'd I miss? But I'm still at a point in the semester where I'm, I still, like, don't think there's an issue with it whatsoever. Yeah. And it was an issue because last class that I tuned out was uh, saying that something was due today that I did not do. Oh. However, I will say no one else did it. So okay, 
you know, who knows? Maybe your boy might not get a late grade. Well, at least everyone's on the same page, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's also like, I feel like everyone with, uh, everyone in my math class is having the same feeling that I am. Mm-hmm. Because I'm telling you, the teacher is just asking questions and literally no one is even like, it's not like, it's not like oh, you know, they're being shy or they just don't know the answer. I'm telling you, like, you'll look at the classroom and everyone's eyes are, pure, like, definitely not there. Yeah, I'd imagine. I mean, you get, like, a few week by of just yeah, kind of getting back in the swing of things. Oh, yeah, my first quiz today for that class yeah. was so freaking easy it was it was questions like if if, if gas is two dollars and fifty cents a gallon and you used 15 gallons of gas while traveling how much money did you spend on gas oh fuck it's like <laughs> it's like wait what's 250 times 15 oh. mind blown oh. and, you know, and you know what's the oh. best part what <laughs> She's like, make sure you have your calculators ready. <laughs> uh, she, she, she writes on the board. Uh, she's like, all right, turn to page seven. Like, she forgot what it is. And she's just like, oh, oh, you guys are going to love this one. Dude, it's it's interesting, it, this math class. And I, I don't even mean to sound like a snarky asshole, you know what I mean? But it really is easy math, especially with calculators. Yeah. Granted, if you hit me with, like, if she's like, hey, put away your calculators, and she gave me a division problem, I wouldn't even know what to do. Yeah, just, I completely forgot how to divide by hand. Yeah. I mean, that shit's like, I don't know, any math class where it's like, you can't use a calculator on this one, it's like, fucking why? And they're like, well, you're not going to have a calculator in real life. And it's like, no, I will. My I phone will. is right here. Right? And they say, that, they say that, but like every place that I've been in, they want you to use a calculator just so your numbers are correct more what, than anything. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, why would a business be like, like, say you're, like, an estimator, and it's, like, um, uh, we need to determine how much we're gonna make off this, and you, like, pull out a calculator, your boss is gonna be like, what the fuck you do? Put, put that put shit that away. away! We don't trust those! We don't do- <laughs> <laughs> Bust out your abacus! What the fuck you think this is? Yeah, this is, this is elementary hour over here, baby. Every time I say abacus, I think of, um, you remember as a kid going to, like, a doctor's office, and they yes. had the thing where you can, like, the, the move the beads. beads on the wire. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a roller coaster. Dude, what the hell was the point in that? I mean, I, I guess it kept me distracted, because I'd be like, oh, I wonder if I could get this bead to be here. And then in reality, it's all the same thing. Well, it's, yeah, it's the same. Well, I know a lot of kids, it's like, can I get it on, like, one throw? And you'd, like, take two fingers, and you'd, like, throw it up and see yeah. if you can make it all the way. That's fair. But maybe that's <laughs> I remember, actually, um in my pediatrician class uh pediatrician class in, at my okay. pediatrician it was like uh, it had like actually like a big play area kind of because mm-hmm. it, it was a larger office and there was like kind of like a playscape-esque type of area and then there was an area with like 12 of those things i remember one time me and my mom were sitting there and i was probably like 13 at the time so i'm like i'm a you know i'm older you know i don't play with that stuff anymore yeah. i see a kid that do, was doing the two like trying to launch the thing like you were saying and he just flipped it and i really remember like everyone in the office just collectively laughing at it you know because it's it's one of those things where you like you, you know it's cute because a kid did it but in reality he fucking launched that thing <laughs> he, like, he took it from the bottom he just flipped it well that's kind of like what it was like like i saw out of the corner of my eye that shit caught air <laughs> like i don't know what strength this like i don't know couldn't be older than eight ki- eight year old uh, kid did but he just sent that shit flying everyone's like aha it's a kid but like the hell kind of strength he's, is that he's one of those like six foot two 200 pound eighth graders <laughs> Dude, those guys were crazy. They were scary. They were. That does remind me, um, as a kid in my, like, dentist office, they had, like, video games in the corner, but it was one game where it was kind of like Tetris where you had to, like, match colors, but it was, like, you shot the ball off, like, all right, so it's, like, it's picture, like, a Tetris map layout. Yeah. And in the middle, it's, like, your little character, and then they have a cannon, and they're shooting, like, a different colored balls and you got to match the balls oh, to the color okay and i'm just don't know i just remember that and i remember like popping off one time and then like other kids in the room were looking at me and i was like <laughs> dude you i lived for those games as a kid though like mcdonald's used to have smash bros the one i frequented when i was a kid that's true that was that was always a one I, oh, yeah. I i waited for some little tuck to come and be like oh can i play against you 
And I'd be like, oh yeah, sure. In reality, my older cousin's already pummeled me for six hours straight the day before, and I'm waiting to beat the hell out of a you're, fucking you're, four-year-old. Yeah, you're fucking wave-dashing, shine-spiking people, and it's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. But, speaking of things we enjoyed as a kid. Speaking of things we enjoyed as a kid. Fucking dunkaroos they are, are making, making a comeback making a comeback baby so okay without um without looking at it how would you describe dunkaroos to, um, to people that don't know what it is because we actually had a few, couple people in our friends group not know what they were you remember um sometimes for lunch you get those uh they were like the breadsticks and then you had a little cheese pouch yes it's like that times a million but better okay if that makes sense so how i would describe it is essentially they're like basically it's a package like you said and it's got two sections um the first section being like the the, the crunchy aspect which is it's essentially it's graham like, cracker it's like a wafer it's like that's you know graham cracker wafer it's a cookie it's a cookie and then instead of cheese they have frosting vanilla frosting with sprinkles basically it was like crack to me as a kid yeah I see I'm so like I'm so happy about this but I I'm mostly happy about it not for the fact that it's Dunkers are back but that it opens the gateway for other things to come back you yeah know what I mean such as like um do you remember those little tins of like they were like Dorito crouton kind of things you know what I'm talking about <laughs> yeah there's <laughs> those and then um yogos yogos okay uh cereal straws please for Please, for the love of God, bring back the Fruity Loops. Or no, I'm sorry, the Sam the Toucan cereal straws. It is the only thing I'm clinging on to in this life anymore. It is the only thing keeping me here. And it is all I will ever want. Thank you for your time. Have fun editing that part. That won't be that bad. It's fine. It's, but as, as Dan said, yeah, there's, there's things from our childhood that we'd like to bring back. But the, I guess really... Dunkaroos, I feel like everyone from our generation should know for some reason. Sure. I don't, they this should be like monumental. Yeah, really. I feel. Well, it's it's funny actually. This was shared on Facebook. This article about Dunkaroos coming back by so many people from our high school. I know. That's how I found it in the first place, and I hope it doesn't have the cosmic brownie effect though. When because I obviously will go and get some Dunkaroos just to be like, is it as good as I remember? I. If it's just as bad as Cosmic Brownies are, because Cosmic Brownies as a kid, we've talked about before, slapped. Cosmic Brownies now, horrible. They, I don't really I, horrible. I don't know if I give them the horrible. I, I give Zebra Cakes the horrible. But I, I would take a Zebra Cake over the oh, Cosmic yeah. Brownie. Well, we disagree there, but I, I, I respect your opinion. I respect yours as well. See? See what we did there, guys? Try it in your own life. Yeah, we're going to fight to the death afterwards. Yes. <laughs> There's a pit set up in the backyard. But... Anyways, anywho, I'm so happy about this. I am as well. Because and even if like, because I'm with you on the same thing of like, it might have been one of those things I liked as a kid, just because it's like sugar, mm-hmm. sugar in a cookie. Like you really can't go wrong with that. And like all little Debbie cakes, they don't really hold up to my knowledge. Yeah. Nutter butter's still okay. Uh, yeah. I can live with them. Yeah. Like I'll buy a box. Okay. But I'm I'm hoping that like because obviously we'll get some Dunkers. And if I have them and I like them, I'll be very happy. And if I don't, I'll be like, well, I hope some kid out there will enjoy this. You know, I have to agree with that. Like, I'm thinking about my niece right now. Just the fact that I can introduce her to Dunkaroos the way, like, the way that my older brother did for me. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's, I, I want that experience for her. And I hope they're as good for her as they are for me. Exactly. You, I mean, I don't... I can't even tell you when they disappeared. Do you know when do... they even stopped being around? I don't know. You know I, you it's wanna... not like I grocery shopped at the time. You know? I mean, do you want to get Steve on that really quick? Well, because th- I, I tried. It doesn't say because like it I, really I say. there's been so many snacks that like there's no announcement for it or anything. They just disappear and like I remember asking my mom sometimes of like specific snacks that disappear. I'm like, hey mom, could you get these the next time you go out? And then she would just be like, well, they're not there anymore. A little tyke and I'm no excuse me, I'm just super confused why. Mm. And I mean, well. Apparently, they stopped being a thing in 2012. That That's a lot later than I thought. I mean, to be fair, that is eight years ago. Fuck, you're right. <laughs> you're actually right. Yeah. I mean, at that point, I was 13, 12. 
Yeah, so, so we we were moving past it actively anyway because we were in middle school, right? So like, we weren't really as reliant on like the the I don't know about you, but like as soon as I hit middle school, like my parents making my lunch and snack kind of stopped. Like it was like the here's money, go get whatever the hell they're serving at school. Yeah, I mean for me, like mine was easy because my mom would just like make a peanut butter and fluff sandwich. Yeah, uh, I used to eat peanut butter fluffs. I can't eat them anymore. Yeah? I remember, because I don't know if it was Skippy or who had it, but it used to come in, like, just a white jar with a red top, and... Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, about, right? I haven't seen those in a million years, That's the only type of fluff that I actually see come through my house. Yeah. I mean, like, I haven't seen fluff, like, at grocery stores in a long time. I don't know where where it'd be, but, like, there was one day I went in, and I was like, oh, I need to get peanut butter, and I'm like... Is fluff still a thing? And I was hunting around. Yeah. And obviously I'm not going to ask somebody. Because what do I run up to like a stop and shop boy. I need fluff. Hey, where's the fluff? And she's like, I'll just have it. And I'm like, thank you. And I just <laughs> sprint. I, I like get down in a runner's position. <laughs> take off. Oh my or no, I, I like move my arms and do like the cartoon where it's like a, oh, yeah. a spinning wheel for legs. And I just zoom on out. <laughs> You know, you, so you can't have fluff anymore, you're saying? I don't think I can. And that's why, like, I, I don't think I'll enjoy Dunkaroos, just because, like, I, I do have, like, a pretty big sweet tooth, mm-hmm. but there's some things that are too much for me. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't even feel like Dunkaroos were overly sweet, though. I don't, see, because it's been so long that I just don't remember. Well, on the bright side, it's not like it's chocolatey sweet either, because I feel like chocolate sweets, like, when chocolate is really sweet, that's when... That's why I'm really like I cannot even touch this. Well, that yeah, if you eat too much chocolate, I f- feel like absolute death. Mm. Like I cannot move. But, jeez, I don't know. Fluff. You I, know, I actually don't like grape jelly anymore. Oh yeah. Because I, to me, grape jelly is too sweet at this point. It's. I feel too childish. Like I feel like that's a stupid thing to say to like, oh, I can't make a peanut butter and jelly anymore. But like, I just have peanut butter sandwiches at this point. Jeez. I'm telling you, strawberry preserves. Those a- are good. That's good. A1 or any... Actually, to be honest, I like any type of jam, jelly, preserves outside of grape. Blackberry jam is really good. Raspberry jam well, is really good. The thing with anything grape is it doesn't taste like a grape. Like, anything artificial grape is just its own flavor that they're like, these are grapes. Well, presumably grape jelly is grape. Well, no, I understand that, but it's like, there's definitely artificial Yeah, in it, it so, feels way too sweet. Because I... I don't know about you, but just, like, grapes in general don't ever taste like grape-flavored anything. <laughs> fair. Definitely I, fair. Do you like grapes, actually? I love grapes. Frozen, I do, too. Frozen, frozen grapes? Oh, my fucking God. Oh, my gosh. I could hug you right now. I'm telling you guys, I, we've probably ta- I've probably talked about it on the podcast before. If it's hot in the summer, take some grapes, throw them in the freezer, grape frozen treat, better than popsicles. Hmm. If it's cold in the winter... Pop them in the freezer, have them anyways. If it's nice in the spring, in the fall, pop them in the freezer, have them anyways. Yeah. There's no bad time. See, my favorite is I like to, so I'll come home from the grocery store with them, or my mom will, and we'll we'll wash them, and then we'll throw them in the freezer for about, like, four to five hours so they get, like, halfway frozen, and that, like, gives them that nice snap to it. Yeah. Do and you that's do, my favorite part. Do you do that with berries? Freeze them? Yeah. Yeah. I do that with some. Like, I can't do them with strawberries, but, like... Chewing a frozen strawberry is either, like... Like, either you get that, like, the little, like, the smoothie-type slush, or you're biting a rock. Yeah, but, I mean, have you ever had, like, not-that-good strawberries? Where they just kind of, like, I don't know, they're too squishy? You know yes. what I mean? That's the worst. Yeah. Well, to me, I feel like I have had more bad batches of strawberries than any other fruit. Oh, I agree entirely. Like, I've gotten, you know, bags of apples and oranges, and I'd be like, oh, these aren't that good. But, like, the bad strawberries really stand out. Yeah. And it's a tragedy, because, like, I love buying strawberries. They're so hit or miss. If you don't get them, like, as soon as they put them out, like, Mm. whenever they do that, Mm -hmm. it's, I don't know, if they sit for, like, a few days, and they just get kind of stanky. And, um, there's a grocery store called Aldi. They have strawberries that are literally fucking magnum size. I, dude, I don't like big strawberries. See, I didn't up until I realized that more often than not, those big ass strawberries, like the whole, like I would get uh, like full tins of those that are good rather with the straw, straw, the smaller ones. I'd get like a fifth of them I had to throw out. That's they fair. Good. That makes sense. 
I, I've been calling those plastic things tins now, too. God damn it. Yeah. Dan, you know those tubs of cookies that you get at supermarkets? They're, like, plastic. Dan's been calling those tins of cookies lately, and I keep calling them tins now as well. It's it's obnoxious, actually. I, I got it from my mom. My mom and my sister always call them tins. And the thing is, like, my mom will probably text me, and she'll be like, I do not call them tins. Why are you... You're really going to call me out like that? And I'm like, hey, mom, you did this to me. This is your fault. It's your fault. I blame you more than anyone else. Yeah. But Dunkaroos are coming man. back in 2020, which is this year. Yeah. It's so weird that 2020 is this year, man. I know. Because everything that, like, my dates don't look right. No. Writing 20 doesn't feel correct in no. any way, shape, or form. I mean, hey, wait till we get to 2030. You know, if we get there. If we get there. <laughs> well, if we get there, the coronavirus might have something to say about that. This is true. So, you may have heard some very conflicting news on the coronavirus over the past few days. Please. Some things are coming out saying, oh, we're actually on a hot track to just completely eradicate the disease. Some things are saying, the World Health Organization, as of four days ago, according to this article, has declared the coronavirus a global health emergency. I love that it's, it's acronym is just WHO. Yeah. Because right. when I read the article, I initially thought, like... By WHO? Yeah. Like, you're trying to put suspense, and I was like, <laughs> just tell me who the fuck it is. <laughs> and apparently, it's it's issued a level four warning. And, it have, and it's... Um, it's with this, they're having, they're urging Americans to reconsider travel to China, and they should, and they're saying that any citizens in, citizens in China should consider departing using commercial means ASAP. Um, they're, it's saying, as of four days ago, at least 213 people in China have died from the virus. However. Yeah. There's more articles coming out, and I don't really want to talk about it because it's very controversial. But long story short, China's not really given very accurate numbers. And apparently, the Beijing police are now imprisoning people that say otherwise. Really? Yeah. I mean, that makes total sense just because China is a big old uh, conglomerate of fuckery. So. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. It's it's just one thing after another with these people. I mean, uh, these people, that's not very sensitive. No, that's accurate, I'd say. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, when I think of Chinese government, I just think of, like, a dictatorship at this point. Because mm-hmm. you don't, I don't think you get to withhold the uh, numbers on how many people have died from a disease that is rapidly spreading. Yeah. Okay. And also the whole fact that like, this is going to sound kind of fucked, but um, the fact that like people are still able to fly in and out of China is incredible mm-hmm. that this is going on. Because I, yeah, there's so many conflicting, uh, I don't know, I guess like outlets of Oh, yeah, no, it's not a big deal. We already have a cure for it. Or it's like, we're all dying. Slowly but surely, we're all dead. And it's <laughs> like, who do I believe? Well, that's kind of the thing. And, like, I, China's population is so freaking large, man. Like, it can spread so fast. I know. Like, so fast. I know. <laughs> Apparently, the, as of four days ago, there's been 98 cases in 18 other countries besides China. Yeah. Um, I didn't hear any updates yet on um, the two that were being tested in D.C., um, if you remember last week that we talked yeah. about. Well, I know we have one in uh, Massachusetts now. I don't. Is it a confirmed case? Yeah, though? it was confirmed, yeah. So, you know, travel is <laughs> doesn't really seem very good in this, in this day and age. And yeah. honestly, I would avoid even densely packed cities for a while. I would just avoid people in general. I've been yeah. doing a pretty good job at it for the past uh, mm. 21 years of my life. Well, that's that's fair, I guess. Yeah, that's I was ahead. I was ahead of the curve. I like to think. I knew this was coming, and I was like, "Well, if I just make myself very antisocial and get social anxiety pretty easily, I'll never have to worry about it." Savvy. I'll get sick of my own time. That yeah okay. Maybe. You're fair. Very fair. Um, you know what's also like kind of like that I hate about this coronavirus is that there's articles that are coming out saying like oh coronavirus vaccine in development and then there's articles coming out saying when will there be a vaccine available I know and then there's one that's like ah Thai Taiwanese scientists have developed a vaccine for the coronavirus by cr- uh, by crossing it with two strains from the flu and the HIV virus 
And then, like, two days later, there's no further developments with that vaccine whatsoever. Yeah. Because I've been actually trying to stay on top of the, act, like, the, the current news of the coronavirus. But literally every news outlet is saying something different. Yeah. And, like, you may think, oh, well, that's obvious. They get different sources. But I'm seeing, like, articles that come out within, like, the same, like, day, within the same 12-hour span are saying there's improvements being made and they're saying there's and then they're saying it's getting worse. Like I really don't I can't even grasp how va- like big this situation is until seeing that the World Health Organization has declared it a global health emergency, but yeah. like I mean, what do they know? Yeah. They don't deal with the health in the world. Well, <laughs> yeah. Definitely, Dan. You know me. I don't trust anyone. You don't I you don't trust me? All right, I mean, so I don't, want to, I don't, I don't <laughs> want to explore that before I get my feelings hurt, so you know But what? no, like, I entirely agree, it's just there's nothing concrete. Like, normally, like, shit, even, like, I don't know, like, thinking back to, like, swine flu and shit like that. A bully, that, even. Like, a bully, yeah, I was like, we don't have a cure, and everyone was like, yeah, we don't have a cure, and now, and everyone was on the same page, and for this, it's just, I don't know if it's because it originated in China, China's like, better shut the fuck up, mm. we're doing fine, or if we actually don't know anything, or, I don't know. All I know is... Apparently, Italy has completely suspended flights to and from China. Good. Uh, there's also 6,000 people on board of a cruise ship were temporarily barred from disembarking. Dude, can we talk uh, about cruise ships for a second? Yeah. Being on cruise ships is just like a giant floating cesspool. And I'm, I never understand how people enjoy being on cruises. Yeah, you know, I don't even like boats, to be fair. Yeah. Like, even big ones, like, I just don't really, I don't like being on open water, to be fair. Yeah, me neither. But, like, kind of, isn't a cruise ship basically, like, a week, you're, it's just a week of eating, pretty much? Like, eating and then, like, whatever dumb shit you're gonna do on a cruise ship, like, drinking, swimming, fucking, I don't know. Fuck, (laughs) fucking. Fucking, yeah. I don't know, I've had family go on cruises and stuff. They're not for me, I agree. Yeah. I don't see the point in them. I'd rather go somewhere. Like specific, I agree. Um, so actually, what I, I this is new that this article is talking about. This is from the BBC, by the way. Um, apparently, the U.S. around two hundred citizens have been flown out of Wuhan in China, but they're being isolated in a California military base for like seventy-two hours, where they're all being tested. Oh, okay. Um, uh, two flights to Japan have already landed in Tokyo. Japan has now raised its infectious disease advisory level for China, so like they're raising their bars um israel has barred all flight connections with china um russia has decided to close its border with china very fair uh even north korea is suspending all flights to uh, to and from china so china's a big no-no on the fly list believe it or not contrary to popular belief well you know god i like that like these articles are also getting people to sound moderately racist. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Because they're like, they're basically trying to say avoid Chinese people without actually saying avoid Chinese people. Yeah. And it's kind of comical because I understand, like, I, you can't say that. I agree with that. Like, you can't just be like, uh, avoid Asian people for the risk of them being affected. Because, I mean, like, the likelihood of you coming in contact as of right now with someone that's been infected is very low. I mean, what? At least for us. Yeah. You know, for us, as, like, we're in Connecticut, we're, you know, not in a big city, we're not even very close to, like, an airport, for that matter. Yeah, we gotta go a little ways. Yeah, so, like, you know, we're not very much at risk, but still our news outlets for our area are still kind of leaning towards the, maybe you should avoid this type of person. (laughs) And it's like, can you, can you, can you say, can you say that? It's like, yeah. Everyone behind the scenes is just like shrugging their shoulders like, who the fuck knows? Yeah, right. And then I like the, the, the articles that come out like the things that you can do, uh, you can do to avoid being infected. It's like, wash your hands, wear a mask, avoid people. It's, it's like, like, huh. Wow. It's as if it's all, it's always been like that. Yeah. <laughs> And they're acting like it's a hot take. But the thing is, the, the point that I brought that up for, though, is 
is those articles in a way are they're not even for people that aren't infected they're in a, it, this goes back to the race thing they're just trying to put it in people's heads that people that could already be infected should just be wearing masks so they're not spreading their infection yeah and washing their hands so you know yeah could I mean, get coronavirus could not get coronavirus who the frick knows yeah wash your hands just be a sanitary human being yeah it's not too too hard not that hard you know apparently there's only as of right now five cases in france and the u.s so most mm. of the cases are in asian countries or australia well there gets to be many more cases in france so they'll just give up so it's kind of whatever mm. um, so apparently there's over ten thousand confirmed cases in china now by the way really yeah that's a good number uh i mean honestly that's a speck for the amount of people in china so mm. but um you know, it's interesting to think, though, that in Ebola from August 2014 to 2016, in that two-year span, 30,000 people were infected and 11,000 died in West Africa. And there's already 10,000 infected just in China. And it's only been a month since this virus has come out or even come to light. Well... Win some, you lose some. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, to be fair, the Ebola started in West Africa, which is a rather poorer country. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's densely packed as China, so I guess that makes sense. But like, we, I don't, I, I just don't want to get plagued, man. I just don't want another plague. I'm feeling it. I mean, it's been a while. Yeah, but like, I feel like, you know, we as humans are very scared beings, you know, and we have a lot of technology that can really get turned against ourselves in that fear nowadays rather with the plague back then it's like ah, you're coughing well ring around the rosy pocket full of posies we all fall down but nowadays it's like you know u.s goes to war with x y and z because of you know yeah that's true i haven't i didn't think of it that way actually basically what i'm trying to say is there there's a lot more problems that could accompany another plague outside of the actual plague <laughs> I agree. Because of that. Well, I'd say one way to avoid the plague coming this March is stay inside and play Animal Crossing New Horizon. So, hasn't... So, Animal Crossing, that's a game that people have been, like, fiending for, right? Like, the new one? Yeah, Animal Crossing hasn't been around for a while. It's a game for Nintendo. They made a cute Switch for it. You should see it. It's so cute. Oh, the Switch is beautiful. Nintendo Switch, by the way. I know. But, um... I'm just really excited for this. I just want to talk about it. Yeah. You know, I don't even know what you do in Animal Crossing. What do you do? Is it like it's, a simple... It's, it's like Sims, kind of. Yeah? You just kind of like live your life. Oh. I mean, like, I, it's essentially just living your life in a video game, paying debt to somebody, and oh. making friends with people in town. But at this, you want to be friends with people in town because they're different animals, you know? Yeah, okay, okay. I mean, I can see myself, like, in, enjoying this, especially on a Switch, you know? Cause yeah. It's, handheld you can take it anywhere you can, you can just chill out it's very cute i'm very excited for it and they have a lot of like new designs and shit because i guess uh i think it was yesterday or beginning of the week they technically same thing but um they put out like 125 different pictures of what the animals will look like mm -hmm. and like different outfits they'll have no oh, that's cool and it's very adorable and i'm very excited and it's a net positive. It is a net positive. I'm just trying to bring light to the world, you know? <laughs> and it's coming out in March? Yep. It comes out the same day as Doom Eternal. Oh, fitting. You know? Very so, fitting. Very similar games. Very similar. I, Demons, I was... animals, same thing. So, sometimes, yes. <laughs> Some, fair. Very fair, actually. I've been hoping that, like, maybe they do, like, a crossover since they come out the same day. <sighs> of just, like, you get, like, I don't know, Doom Guy is a resident in your town. <laughs> And he makes, like, when you talk to him, he does like that. I think even better if there was a crossover in the reverse. Oh, like, that's what I was getting to. Like, you have in the opposite where just, like, the monsters are just different animals. Oh, my God. And I'm just thinking how, like, brutal Doom is as a game as well in terms of, like, the, just the sheer gore of it. Yeah. I don't want to see Daisy. Uh, what the hell is the? Is it Daisy? Daisy is probably one of the names. I don't know. It's one of the characters in Animal Crossing. The female dog. Can't yeah. remember what the hell her name is. K.K. Slider? The one that sings? No, the one that's in, uh, the one that's in Ultimate. Oh, Isabella. Isabella! That's the name I was looking for. Yeah. There you go. So, Animal Crossing. Cool. I just think it's very cute. 
No, I'm happy to hear that, like, they, they, at least the people that are waiting for this game have a date. Because I remember, like, what was it, two years well, ago when the Switch came out, people were like, so when's the new Animal Crossing dropping? Yeah, well, they that was the thing, is it was supposed to come out 2019. And I think it was supposed to come out November 2019. And then they were like, hey, guys, you're going to have to wait a little bit longer. But at least the Animal Crossing community, I just picture, is so just laid back. Everybody was in a... Like, normally people would be like, what the fuck? But they were just like... Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, Take your time. Because they, they're going to just put 300 more hours onto their uh, this is the, the old the, yeah. the old, the older Animal Crossing <laughs> yeah. game. They're like, Dead okay, ass. more time to play the older game. Fine. They're like, oh, it's fine. I can wait. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah, we got this. You want to delay it again? Yeah. I know you're doing your best to make it perfect. Yeah. You know, speaking of communities, though, that are in the gaming world, um, I don't know if you heard about this, actually, but Modern Warfare had an Outbreak pack or Outback pack. And the um, proceeds from that were donated to the Australian relief effort for for the wildfires. Yeah. And so us gamers that play yeah. Call of Duty Modern Warfare have raised one point six million US dollars. That's for very, very cool. Actually. Through Call of Duty, which yeah. is pretty cool. I thought that was interesting. Very interesting. I mean, you know, the whole killing people doesn't really fit in with the saving the fires, but. Well, it's, it's taken nonetheless. Well, it's more like I guess the Outback Pack. I'm gonna guess like they had like a Crocodile Dundee hat that you could yeah. wear for your character and shit like that. Yeah. But I mean, I obviously it's great PR for Activ- Activision. I think it? that's who does it. Yeah. So like it's great PR for them. It is for a good cause. But you know, it's actually kind of a really good idea for companies to start doing this because like they obviously kept some of the money, you know. Yeah. But at the same time, like. I guess it could make the the gaming community seem more uh, pleasurable and inviting when stuff like this comes out, you know? Yeah. Because, like, I'm reading this article, and, you know, people that, it's not like on a gaming site, and they're like, oh, yeah, that's actually really cool. Good for, you know, that's, wow. You know, I never expected this kind of community to band together like that. Yeah. You know, so it's, that's pretty cool. I mean, a lot of communities do it. Like, I know um, League of Legends does it once a year where they'll come out with a skin and, like, all proceeds will go to, like, a different charity. Charity, yeah. Which is very cool. I guess, I guess more or less though, like I, I I like that like it's like contemporary things that are you know going wrong, so that was really cool. I wanted to just shout that out. Yeah, Activision is the company, by the way. Okay, I'm glad we were close. And they're donating it to the Direct Relief Foundation, supporting the Australian fire effort. Is there any updates on how they're like how Australia is doing? Like, is it still on fire? Um, because <clears throat> obviously, like. It's kind of fallen out of the news a little bit, so... Well, well I, uh, also, Corona's kind of taken over and like, hey, this is the new big thing that's going on in the world. Well, I know uh, they had rain, but actually that that rain washed so much uh, ash into the water that it killed so many, so much wildlife. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, so, actually, as of 20 hours ago, the Australian fire, on the Australian fires from the Guardian... The rain forecast is they're they're basically still wanting rain. Mm-hmm. Um, the fire grounds along the east coast of Queensland, inside of Wales, are going to be receiving significant rainfall. So it looks like there's still active fires there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it looks like there's still fires. That yeah, I'd imagine. I mean, that's not something that'll be taken care of overnight, to say the least. Hmm. Well, it's uh, I guess it looks like the th- the wildlife uh, the fire the the fire threat though of it spreading is dying down. Okay, well that's good. So, yeah, because I guess the there this uh, this article is titled like Australia's capital lifts state of emergency as fire threat subsides. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say that. Okay. But yeah, I mean obviously we still you know we should still donate to the cause because they have to rebuild a lot you know. Yeah. But there's gonna be it's a big effort to. I didn't know how you'd go about fixing that. Like, it's scorched. Well, I mean, yeah. Have you seen some of the pictures, man? Yeah, like, it's, it's scorched. Terrible. Like, it doesn't even look like something you'd see, like, on this earth. You'd think it's in front, like, from a movie. Yeah, no, I don't disagree with like, that. Like, it doesn't even look real to me. It's no. so freaking sad. I mean, with time, the community will come together and they'll fix everything. I mean, that devastation, that's hundreds of years of just foliage yeah. gone. You know, that's... It's so fucking sad, dude. I I don't. I'm actually swearing a lot this episode. I know. Uh, you know, it, it's how I feel today. You know. Yeah. But dude, like, look at the like, yo, just look at some of the pictures. Google them. Just look them up. It doesn't look real, and I can't get that through my head for some reason that it is real. Well, yeah, I mean, like, 
the from space picture of Australia looked like a Call of Duty Zombies map. To be fair, yeah, I guess it's just shocking to me because you know, I'm sitting, I'm here talking about it from you know what two thousand plus miles away from the situation at the le- at the at the least, you know. Yeah. So now that like I've actually seen the devastation, you know, like I knew that the fires were bad, but like. Seeing the aftermath, I guess, really set the somber tone for it. Yeah. Like, before it was worry, this is more just like, oh, shit, that really happened. Yeah. So, yeah. That's that's on the... That's that's all I had for the... Uh, for Call of Duty. I feel like that's all I had for video games this week, actually. Yeah, I think we... Maybe more in the future. Yeah, you know, of course. I mean, we're not above talking or about maybe it. Or maybe we start our gaming podcast. I will say, though, I, uh, this is kind of politics that I want to talk about, but Stephen Quinn... Stephen Quinn? Stephen King quit Facebook, right? Yeah. And I guess... I guess it's a big deal. I don't know why it's specifically a big deal if someone's just like, hey, yeah, I don't feel like being on it anymore. But his tweet about it was pretty interesting. Um, he goes, I'm quitting Facebook... Not comfortable with the flood of false information that's allowed its political ad- and that's allowed in its political advertising. Nor am I confident in its ability to protect its users' privacy. And then he just shouted out his own Twitter. But you know, I have to agree with that. You know, it makes sense. I would. I think it's a good thing that a celebrity of his stature is like, hey, Facebook's not okay. I mean, yeah, the majority of social media has pulled like all political ads because it's just unneeded yeah of course twitter did a, has a great policy for political ads yeah however facebook does not and I mean, they're letting false information fall through with their advertisements it's not creating a good environment or a productive environment i feel like facebook has just been like left in the past like yeah. that i feel like that whole i don't know organization is just so non mm. i don't know the word i want to use mm, contemporary modern that's just stuff to date i guess modern yeah, you know... Like, they don't have a good grasp on reality. I use Facebook still, you know, it's it's how I keep in contact with, you know, some family or some people from high school, but, you know, I really don't see much value in it myself. No. You know, at least other forms of social media, there's something in there, but, like, I don't know, Facebook also feels toxic. I mean, I don't know if that's because of, you know, the last few years it hasn't had a good rep. So I, I can't tell if, like... I'm just enjoying it less because of that, or if it's because it's actually objectively bad. Yeah, I hate when I get on Facebook and Marker is just making fun of my cooking recipe video that I put on Facebook. Say what you like, want. You have to do that. I actually appreciate the memes that people share on Facebook because they're not messed up memes. <laughs> you know, they're usually the ones that aren't like just uh you know the deep the deep fried memes like the ones that are just basically tv static yeah and they're like this is comedy like i don't get much of those on facebook so i can appreciate it i picture the majority of like funny things you get on facebook are just like uh don't talk to me until i have my cup of coffee and then it's a picture like the tasmanian devil oh yeah it, it it's purely funny stuff because of like how dumb it is and how dated they are that makes sense my gosh anytime i see someone sh- like people still actively share, share looney tunes uh gangster looney tune stuff oh my god bring those back bring those back i want, I want like a triple xl t-shirt of uh, uh bugs bunny holding a gun and on the shirt, it says something like, uh, don't mess with me, or I'll have to do it. You, you know don't want to see my bad side. Yeah, you don't want to see or my bad side. Or we all have demons. Oh, dude, please give me a we all have demons. Dude. It go, like a shirt that goes down to my knees, I'm wearing fucking... <laughs> Jinko like, jeans. Jinko jeans. I go out in public and people are like, what? How? <laughs> what? <laughs> people oh. like just don't approach me, rightfully so. I mean, yeah. Dude, oh my gosh yeah no facebook is facebook is um yeah they're not really uh perpetuating a good environment for this up, up and coming election you know i like that he he really singled out like the politics surrounding it is, is his reason and I, mean, I have to agree political ads have like no place anywhere it's just forcing different agendas on people mm. and it's like for people that agree with it they're like oh, yeah that's cool and the people that don't disagree it's just like why am i seeing this true no, I actually uh, heard something interesting about uh, Stephen King today. Yeah. You know that he's such uh, a valuable author. So usually, when um, authors sign with a with a publishing company for their book, they're offered royalties as payment. 
and that's usually anywhere between 10 to 15 percent so let's say it's 15 percent and the book is 10 bucks or tw- let's just say 20 even that's three dollars that they get yeah you know so he is actually such a influential like his name in itself guarantees sales so much that he's able to no- negotiate 50 percent royalties jesus i don't think there's many like i think I think one of the more notable ones is like 30% is the highest. Yeah. I mean, if you can get 50%. That's, I mean, you can hardly ever negotiate 50 50 on anything, to be fair. Yeah. And I mean, like, the thing is, like, he, it's purely because of his name. Well, granted, he's built up that name over the years. Yeah. So he's able to do it now. But I thought that was so freaking cool. Like, that's such BDE. Yeah. Like, that is very. It, it's, that guy's got some strong energy. I respect it. He's also, like, looks fucking insane nowadays. Yeah, no Stephen King. He's definitely a little older. Dude, I hope to be like Stephen King when I'm older. Yeah? I just be a bit... No, I want to be like his son, actually. His son... Do you remember when we talked about his son, how he became a successful author by changing his name? Yeah. And even his publisher didn't even know he was Stephen King's son? Yeah. That's who I aspire to be. So basically, Stephen King, am I your long-lost son? (laughs) I don't know. Are you... Brandon Edwards? Mm. You know, actually, one last thing about books, because I talked about books a lot today in, in uh, my media class. Mm-hmm. Do you know that J.K. Rowling's, uh, she's actually, like, worth, like, $17 billion. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, I mean, she's, think... like, the first billionaire author, like, the first female billionaire author. But the thing is, like, back in 1997, when the uh, Sorcerer's Thumb was coming out, she was, li- she was literally living on Britain's equivalent of welfare. Yeah. As a single mom, divorced. Yeah. That's brazy. It is brazy. Well, everyone's got a little humble beginnings, I guess. I mean, J.K. Rowling now just thinks, just kind of throws gibberish in her books. Yeah, you know, it... I mean, like, it's I... okay. It's, tw- it's over 20 years later. You know, people change over the years. Yeah. God, Harry Potter came out over 20 years ago. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> All right, before I get feel any older, I'm going to move on from what that. Do you, what do you got? What do you got? What do I have? There's, um, actually, there was an interesting study, or not study, but something that I was reading that, um, about babies, uh, it was a CNN health article, mm-hmm. and apparently babies are willing to give up food, like, showing, like, their altruistic characteristics early on, like, so, like, basically what I'm, like, it, it is instilled in us as people to be giving, I guess, when it comes to food in specific. Oh, okay. Like, so even... Even babies that are no, like notably hungry, like nineteen month old. Uh, so this was um. Well, I'm just gonna read the article a little bit. So they used a picture of this nineteen you know, nineteen month old hungry baby. However, the baby makes like sees the adult wants it, and they make the, the child makes the decision to like give that up. Yeah. So like this shows that children. You know, I like to joke that kids lack empathy and they're basically not people until they're like 12 or 13 because they are they don't have any good characteristics yet. That's false. So altruism seems somewhat implicit in our in our human nature that we, that we want to give when we see people that are needy. And that's basically what this article talks about is that, you know, it shows that even babies can recognize when someone's in need and then they have that natural natural reaction to want to help. Which is very interesting because then you like you think about that philosophical debate of are humans innately good or bad or are we neutral? Can we even make the case? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a very interesting argument with this in mind, I guess. Yeah. Do you uh, do you, do you think humans are innately good or bad? I always say good. Yeah. I think it normally takes something for people to not be good. Obviously, like normally it's like an incident will happen where someone wasn't there for them or something of that nature and they yeah. think i don't have to be there for someone else mm-hmm. yada yada i think it, i would say nearly good something like that yeah. something like that your article mm-hmm. that you've just said mm-hmm. helps prove that true i mean i wouldn't say that i think people are innately bad i just think that it's natural to want to be out for your own interests more than anything else yeah i think it just depends on the type of person of course very you know i you still have to think though like you can think that you wouldn't help someone but in reality you would you know what i mean like what you say and how you act are also very different you know we have morals we will say like 
it goes back to like the you know say you're sitting in your classroom and you're daydreaming what if someone came in with a gun what would you do to stop them you know like you may think that you would jump up and stop them or you might dive behind a desk or you might say you'll dive behind a desk but in the moment you actually stop them yeah you know the point i'm trying to make is that it's i feel like making the case of are people innately good or bad is nonsensical because there's so many other elements that like you said play into that yeah and i think trying to decipher that from seven billion people is not easy like if you want like factual or like concrete evidence of like oh people are innately good or bad you're never going to get it Mm. so yeah it's definitely like opinionated it's definitely yeah person to person i i leaned that we were innately bad and in the first place because we set up the like we set up the parameters for what good and bad is like that's a human made concept you know like uh, when a tiger kills they just see it as killing because that's part of their life yeah. whereas when we do it we see it as a bad thing and the reason why I say people are objectively bad is because we we've set up these parameters yet we still do these bad things you know we acknowledge that drugs are bad but we still do drugs. Does that make us a bad person? Like, it, like it yeah. goes, it goes, like that's I agree. the thing. Like it goes, it keeps going further and further. So like, it gets murky. <laughs> yeah. It well, it's like when you get to that point. I don't want to say like you're fishing, because not like you specifically, obviously. Yeah. But I'm saying like when you try to go too deep into it, it's just you're trying too hard to prove the point that if sometimes there was never a point to having one in the first place. Yeah, you know, it's still a very interesting debate. And I, I miss having those back in high school because we were we were such unmolded pieces of clay. It was it was interesting hearing people's thoughts change and develop on that specific subject. See, I prefer something like that now than to younger. Because I feel like at that point you can't really form... I don't want to say you can't, but like you don't really form your own opinion on things like that. I mean, that's fair, but I, I guess I... The reason why I like that is just because it was more, more or less like nowadays when I, in college, when we have debates, I always feel like people have their opinion and they're arguing it like it's like a political debate where instead of just arguing to come to an understanding, they're more or less defending their side at all costs more than anything. That's, that's the thing is like, I don't want to say people don't know how to argue, but majority of people arguing never argue to come to a conclusion. It's mm. just to prove that they're right and you're wrong. Well, and that's not like the, that's not necessarily a bad thing. But like when you're talking about something like this, like it's really hard to even have a, a beneficial conversation just because people don't really go into it willing to change. Like you can you can support your opinion, but if you if you're gonna completely block out everything the other person's gonna say just so you can keep saying your next piece like there's no point in even having the conversation exactly unless you're doing it for people that are outside the immediate back and forth you know yeah. like, like publicized debates you know yeah i mean and also something that's entirely opinionated is just not gonna have a right answer yeah so you're just arguing what you believe and if you can't like you said if you can't take someone's like other side into consideration then yeah. you're never gonna grow haha <laughs> as you know i love to argue <laughs> well I, dude you used to have a like a year or two ago you had a point where you just argue points to argue them and then if people tried to argue back you just talk louder over them and then you're like i'm right i'm <laughs> i'm so right in this scenario and it's like but bobby you're like no 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 i'm right <laughs> and i was like i wanted to shoot you i like i i would if i could have killed you I wouldn't have, obviously. If I could have metaphorically killed you, I would have. Dude, I'll go on record and say, I am probably one of the most horrific people to argue with because in those cases, just because, like, it's true, I'm just just a dick. <laughs> just a dick. And I love that you fucking, you said, well, if you're going into argument, you can't see their side, then there's no point to it. And then you fucking did that shit. Well, okay, to be fair, no, back, out the weather, when we argued back then, more or less, I was just arguing to argue. Yeah, it was minute things anyway, so. Yeah. I mean, oh, God. I mean, like, obviously I don't think you'd ever want to be a politician, but you'd be a pretty good one in terms of fucking debating. You'd be pretty fucking good at it. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, I I agree. I don't feel like that's the the line of work for me. But goddamn, I do love arguing. Dude, let me tell you. I was watching the um, like impeachment vote thing mm-hmm. where they voted on like if they want to have witnesses or not, mm-hmm. and the fucking 
because like after the vote they had people they were trying to interview people and they were just like catching people the amount of people just walking around like just fucking they looked they looked like zombies yeah like it was terrifying i dude this whole impeachment thing is actually surprisingly gone completely under my radar yeah yeah it's um i mean by design to be fair because i i frankly i can't give a shit i'm at a point where like whatever happens happens you know it's 2020 like there's an office change coming one way or another you know yeah indict him or don't i don't know yeah and i mean obviously to not get political i mean no one listens at this point anyways like we're fine it's whatever but um (laughs) jesus dan that's very positive i'm just memeing but um i mean the whole thing is like not to be like conspiracy theorist but it's pretty rigged like there's you have more people of one party in the house voting than the other they're not going to change their mind yeah i mean it's we're in a very interesting time yeah i mean we don't have fucking Genghis Khan running around doing his thing, so we're in a good state. Yeah, you know, I mean... There's no Hitler. Yeah. 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 That's... Really, when you compare... When you compare our situation to saying, like, well, there's no Hitler, but yeah, that in that case, this is a PBS special that we're well, dealing with. Well, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's bad, but obviously, it could definitely be worse. Yeah, it could, I guess. I guess, I... And could, Trump could just fuck around one day, run up into Congress with a gun and just be like, hey, guess yeah, what? That is true. We could be it in Civil War. Yeah. That is that is very true. So that's always a positive because we're not. Not yet. <sighs> oh, God. Dude, well, modern Civil Wars, dude, are not good. Dude, imagine. Well, wars aren't good, but like. Who'd have thought? To be like, if our country had a Civil War. Dude, we'd have Max. We would We'd 100% have mechs running around. Yeah. God. It'd be nuts. I don't even want to think about what would happen. It's not a development that I want. You know, not for you. Not for me yeah. to be. I would. I would. I would get drafted and die. <laughs> I mean, you'd be, you be. You would do something. Actually, no. If if our if our nation went to civil war, I you know I hate to say that I would abandon our country, but I would definitely not. I'd, I'd be on plane out. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I hate to say I don't care about this country, but, you know. I do not care enough to put myself in the middle of a civil war. Nope. I 100% don't. I have goals in life, and it is not uh, going to be encompassed by that. I will either go up to Canada, or I will take a plane and find throw a dart at the map and go there in Europe. Probably, probably I, Sweden. I'd lean Canada, at least for the first few years. I yeah. Feel like. it'd, be, it'd be less culture shock. Yeah. And also, you wouldn't have to really, like learn any language yeah and then maybe french depending on where you're going uh parlez-vous english no all right <laughs> well it's i mean the, th- the thing is like everything comes from like the same root so like french and english french english english french and spanish to english are just like a few letters off well i mean to be fair french and oh i know like spanish they're like they're latin based yeah exactly whereas english is germanic based it's yeah. just they were kind of made at the same time so they're similar yeah basically well yeah everything has like the same root to it kind of like yeah bien bueno bueno bien what is uh talk in spanish i'm not the person to ask you just ask do you speak english oh well i mean in what aspect because like spanish is one of those languages where there's like four different words depending on which way you mean well, yeah it. i mean just like the, the root because like french is parlay so when you mean like to talk like so if i would ask if do you when i'm asking if you speak english i'd be like um gosh uh so at work i say like this phrase when people come up and they speak in spanish i'd be like no no hablas espanol or no no hablo espanol tu hablas ingles which is i don't speak spanish do you speak english so hablas if i'm taking talking to someone in the u form so hablas is to speak essentially makes sense sense. yeah geez i've I've actually been looking into learning more spanish i've been like the i have a lot of spanish uh, speaking co-workers and they've been like kind of quizzing me every so often on phrases and stuff that they're throwing at me that's good just because like i feel like it's a good um i don't know it's a nice base to have at least like where where i'm where we're currently living 
Yeah. You know, like, it's a good thing to have for a resume. So, yeah. you know, if I can at least improve my Spanish somewhat so I can at least put rudimentary Spanish on it, like, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, being, like, being bilingual is always going to be a plus yeah. for anywhere you go. Like, I don't think I'll reach true bilingual status with Spanish, but, like, no. if I can at least say, like, I know my numbers, I know my basic phrases, you know, that's, like, really good for resume that I feel yeah. like. Like, I, I know my numbers. Like, I can... If someone comes into the to the store and they speak in Spanish, I'm at least 75% of the time I can help them. Yeah, no, I feel that. Like, because I know a good amount of French. Like, I think I... I wouldn't say, like, 100% fluent, but I'd say, like, Mm. 80 yeah and a lot of it is like i don't know exactly what i can't understand french exactly but i can piece together like words and like yeah, make exact- a sentence out of it exactly like if someone comes in and they say something like catorce i know that means like 14 so i'd be like que pom numero or pom or que numero pom some shit like that the way you word it but they'll know what i'm saying and then they'll give the number to me and then